Hello, beautiful human, and welcome back to the Just Fucking Thrive podcast. I'm your host, Johnny Maria Gresta, and I'm completely obsessed with helping you become the happiest and healthiest version of yourself. You can think of this podcast as your daily or weekly dose of personal development, growth, spirituality, and health, all morphed into one to help you live a life where you are truly thriving. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, beautiful humans, and welcome back to the podcast. Today, we're talking about reasons why you may be struggling to feel love for yourself or to express love for yourself. Um, Yeah, we're doing this in honor of the self-love challenge that is happening in the Thrive membership starting this Sunday. So if this is something you want to embody and shift um, next month, October is the month to do it. It's a 30-day challenge, and you have to be in the Thrive membership to get it. Um, Also, side note, before we get into today's content, I do have all the windows open, so you will likely hear a breeze. It is so, so, so beautiful here in Austin today. Oh my goodness, it's finally below 100. Yay! (laughs) And um, it kind of went back up to like 100 the past few days and I was really sad about that because I love like the slightly cooler weather like the 80 like the 60 to 80 degree weather is literally perfect um maybe I should just be in California not Austin which I've thought about many of times but anyway we are here so just don't mind the wind behind me so I have three main scenarios that I've worked on with clients and myself that I see prevent people from deeply loving themselves Um, But before we get into that, I wanted to just talk a little bit about what self-love is. I know we all know that it's not just like bubble baths and getting our hair done and getting our nails done and stuff like that. Like we know that it goes deeper than that. But in my experience, this is up for interpretation, in my experience, self-love is really the embracing, (laughs) like how epic I am embracing yes my existence like just being here knowing that I'm valuable knowing that I am amazing knowing that I'm epic just for existing beautiful all of those things and it's also a way of treating myself you know I I don't think you either have to choose self-love or wanting to change something I think the world has confused them. (laughs) Our society has basically shown us that, you know, you're not good enough because you don't look like this or because you don't act like this or have this car or are skinny enough or whatever. And we've interpreted it as, well, that means until I get there, then I won't be good enough, right? And these are three things, part of the three things that I'm going to talk about today. So it's not like you get to choose I either love myself or I want to improve my health or my physical body or my money or my business or whatever. I think that the deeper, and I know that the deeper you love yourself, what is going on outside? Okay, we're good. That was so weird. (laughs) Um, The deeper you love yourself, the easier it is to manifest and change things in your life. You can't manifest better things in your life from a place of negativity. It just doesn't 
doesn't work. It's two different energies, right? We've talked about this a lot on the podcast. So that's what I want to invite you into today. I want to give you some insight as to why you might be struggling with self-love. And again, in the Thrive membership next month, we'll be working all through the self-love challenge and you'll be um, doing a lot of healing work and being able to take the tools and apply them continuously to your life. So yes, you can deeply thrive, but you deeply love yourself, right? We can't thrive without deeply loving ourselves. We can't thrive and expect to feel good and have a sense of negativity continuously, right? I just shared a post today about how my thoughts used to 100% be consumed with negativity, ways I fucked up, everything that was wrong in my life, ways I needed to change my body. That was probably the biggest and like most notorious one for me growing up. Um, Like I would be present in school or I would be physically in school, but my mind would be on what do I need to change about my body? Or I would be out to eat with somebody and I would think that they had a better body. And so my thoughts would just be consumed with comparing mine to theirs. Um, Even like the action steps, working out, eating, things like that, I became so obsessed with. And so I missed out on a lot of my life. And that's one of the reasons why we're doing the self-love challenge, because when you don't deeply love yourself and you are therefore having thoughts and feelings that are just more negative, it's really hard to be present. It's really hard to ever fully enjoy things. It's hard to be happy, right? And so that's what I really want to teach on today. So the first reason why you might be struggling with self-love is you're not connected to the part of yourself that is love. So love is a feeling that we were born with. You know, if you think of coming out of your mom's vagina, (laughs) you know, you cried and then you just wanted love. You cried because you wanted love. Obviously you need food and stuff like that, but you know, the main feeling was happiness, was love. If you see a baby now, they're playful. They don't have this, you know, sense of I shouldn't do that or that's too weird or I shouldn't open my legs. Like I should keep them closed. Like we teach children that, right? And so if you are born with this deep sense of love and playfulness and happiness, then that's our natural state. Everything else is conditioned. The worry, the negativity, the self-criticism, the judgment is all conditioned, is all learned. And if you can learn it, you can unlearn it, right? And get back to that pure state. And I don't want to say that like you are going to be like your childlike self again. I think you can get there, but that might just be too far. Like I know for me, it's still really far. And as a child, I didn't, I was not a very happy child because I went through so much crap. Um, but you know, it's still possible for you to uncover it. And just even acknowledging that starts to free up some space in your body and starts to reconnect yourself to even just the possibility that you can feel a deep sense of love for yourself, your existence as you are now, as your life is now. And so it's not necessarily about learning to love yourself. I like to think of it as relearning to love yourself. It's, It's already possible for you. You were born like that. 
and we get to get as close to that as possible, right? But maybe for you, it's just starting to, with the physical body, it's just starting to speak nicer to yourself. It's just starting to um, acknowledge how beautiful you are as a human or your physical body is or, or your faces or your hair is, whatever it is. Um, I always give the example that I worked with a client for a long time when I didn't do this deeper work and uh, she would just struggle to even write down anything that she liked about herself. I gave her like a task to just write a few things that she liked about herself. Didn't even love, just liked. And she couldn't even come up with something that she thought was like, okay. And her brain was so stuck in a place of criticism and self-hate. And it's very, very nuanced. It's different for everybody, but um, we all have the capability to deeply love ourselves and be connected to that part of herself that is love. Number two, so the second reason why you could be struggling with self-love is you grew up in a family where love was conditional. So now you're in a place of when I get there, then I will be happy or then I will love myself, right? At some point throughout our lives, if not for even till this day, we still have family members or our parents who, you know, the main focus is on getting better and fixing things and you have to have it all together or you know maybe they're worried about your weight or they're perpetually worried about money or whatever they're projecting things onto you and if they didn't necessarily say it directly to you they exemplified it they exemplified someone who hated themselves or who talked badly to themselves they exemplified somebody who was constantly stressed worried in a fight or flight mode and that's where you learned that that was normal Right For me, growing up, um, my mom was on diet after diet after diet. I'm pretty sure she's still on a diet. Um, never happy with her physical body. Ever, ever, ever. Um, it just, there was always something wrong. You know what I mean? Not just in, in terms of health or physical, or the physical body, but just in general. Money, credit cards, uh, you know, collections were being, were calling us. Just so many different things. We needed something, we didn't have the money for it, whatever it was. Um, it was just so much negativity. And I grew up in a sense of, well, that's just the way everybody's life is. <laughs> and I remember I had a best friend, I think in like the fourth or fifth grade, like in elementary school. And she had um, parents who were divorced, her mom was remarried. And um, I would, she had like three or four siblings, maybe five, something like that. They had a big family. And so I would go over her house and everybody just seemed so much happier. Like she was definitely a happier child than I was. Um, but she just seemed so happy. And like, I had a similar situation, like, um, you know, I had a stepdad, although my dad died, it might've, you know, been a little bit different, but it's still traumatizing to have your parents divorce. And, um, yeah. I, you know, had better grades than her. I had certain things that she didn't have. And I just remember feeling a difference in her house, feeling a sense of actual happiness. And then going back to mine and I was like, oh my God, this is awful. <laughs> and I didn't know it then. Like, I didn't know that that was something different. I just thought that, well, she was different than me. Well, she's meant to be happier. You know, I just thought that that was the way that I was and that's the way my life was going to be. And then I grew up a little bit older and I made another good friend who had a very happy household. Like money was good. Um, her family was still together when like the few people 
that I had around me that still had a family together. Like they went on vacations together and obviously I'm sure they had their stuff, but they were like the, the vibe in the house was just happiness. And I was like, again, what is going on here? <laughs> like how, how is this such a different experience? And then I got older and stuff like that. And I think the time when I finally realized that, okay, I need to change something because I'm not stuck in a place of hate or self-hate or negativity. Like this is changeable. If other people have this, if this many people have this, I can have this love. Um, Joe's aunt has, Joe has three cousins. So her, his aunt has three, um, uh, girl daughters girl daughters <laughs> she has three daughters and I remember I went over to their house and I like Joe and I cooked with them and whatever and they both you know both parents are together and money's pretty good and whatever and I just remember sitting at the dinner table and I'm like wait y'all are laughing <laughs> you're all you guys are all like playing around with each other you're having fun like each person's different nobody's yelling at each other like what this is possible (laughs) and I'm not saying I grew up in like the most chaotic household things were stable in a lot of ways like I had my basic needs met um other than love but like basic physical needs to survive you know things weren't things could have definitely been fucking worse and I'm very grateful for the childhood that I did have but at the same time it was very void of love it was very much like if I didn't have anything to show off or I didn't have any success or I didn't have anything negative to talk about, then there wasn't really anything to talk about. People were often yelling at each other at holidays, like my grandmother and my aunt would just fucking go in on each other, and then everybody else would start yelling, and it was just such a negative family to grow up in, and most of my family is still this way, so it's taken a lot for me to recondition myself to not act in that same way. Sorry, there's just... I guess trucks or something going on outside but um it took a long fucking time actually quick in the grand scheme of things I'm gonna be 30 and it's been almost the past four years um that I have been way more positive and loving towards myself and reconditioning myself to feel love um but also it's it's gotten so to the point where when something feels slightly negative or I start slipping back into a place of negativity even if it's a slight bit, like I just stop believing in myself for a second. Like I feel it. I feel that difference and I'm able to catch it sooner and shift it sooner and heal sooner and remind myself of the love that I can feel every single day. And I believe that there's just different depths to this experience of self-love. So maybe you are like I was four years ago where I... um just was negative Nancy. I was, you know, I I didn't have much positive things to say about my life, myself, my existence, um, and just in massive pain to the point where I refused to feel anything. Like I didn't really feel happy ever, but I also didn't really feel sad. I was basically numb. Or maybe you resonate with some of that. Or maybe you're like me who you've started to learn it, started to embody it, and now you're just experiencing deeper levels. Um, anywhere along that spectrum, the Thrive membership, the challenge that we're doing, the self-love challenge will deeply help you. Um, 
So yeah, just know whether or not you join that it's possible for you to feel love, unconditional love. Okay, which brings me to my third point. You have become so used to negativity towards yourself that you're blocking the inherent unconditional love. So again, love is unconditional, always, always, always. If it's conditional, it's not really true love, you know? Um, And it's inherent because it's within us from when we were born. It's something we can cultivate from when we were born. But after being such in a place of not feeling love, happiness, positivity, light, all of those things that go with love, I guess maybe are synonymous feelings to love. I don't really know. Um, I guess everybody is different, but for me, they're kind of synonymous. Um, It can be really difficult to access the part of you that deeply loves yourself access this part that is inherent you know again we get used to the same thoughts I think it's like 95% of our thoughts are the same from each day to day to day to day right but yet we're trying to change your habits but with the same thoughts it doesn't fucking work (laughs) and so Just know that the way to access these feelings of love, this innate feeling of unconditional love, is to create space. It's to create space in your body by removing the negative feelings. Because again, you only have so much space in your body. So much energy, so much fucks to give, whatever you want to think. And so much space in your mind. And if you're so used to being accustomed... Hold on, let me close my window because now they're doing uh, the, the lawn and stuff like that, which is kind of late, but whatever, that's what we're dealing with. So yeah, because your energy is so used to being taken up with some sort of negativity or whatever the love is replaced with, you have to heal through that. You have to feel those feelings. You have to work through them. Sometimes you have to acknowledge them more than others to... Let them move through your body. And other times, it's just a simple shift. It's just a simple shift of, you know what? I'm not going to talk badly to myself. I go to talk badly to myself. I stop talking badly to myself. Okay, I go to do it again or I go to criticize myself. I'm not going to do that. And it's just a conscious shift. But then there's also the level of... The level of all of the emotions, all the negativity that's been stuck in your body taking up space. So the... The conscious shifting is so important. It will, like, even if you just do that, it will start to change your life. But the long-term results come from moving the negativity through your body. All the negative things you feel, you get to move them through your body, aka you get to cry, you get to express them, you get to get angry at them. And by giving those negative emotions the space to express themselves... They move through your body instead of getting stored there or through your mind instead of getting stored there. Whatever makes sense for you. And that's when you access that love. That's when you access the part of yourself that inherently, unconditionally loves loves yourself, loves life, loves other people. Right, So it's not a learning process, it's an uncovering process, it's a relearning, it's a removal of the shit to give light to the positive, to give light to the power, to give light to the love that's present. And I know a lot of, of this sounds a little crazy <laughs> if you haven't done this work, and I know I'm talking 
more kind of as if you've actually done it. But I want to do that specifically because I want you to see and feel what it could feel like. Like when I say these words, you feel something. Part of it might be confusion, but there's also a part of it that feels like, wait, that's true. There's a part of me like that. And that's what I really want you to ground into. Whether you join the self-love challenge or not, I really want you to ground into this possibility of what else is out there, a new way of being for you. Because you deserve to feel this love, this light, this holy fuck, I'm alive, this I absolutely love myself feeling. And from that place, you're able to manifest and create better things in your life, whether it's you're trying to improve your physical body or your health or whatever, a relationship, a business. Because again, you cannot change yourself from a place of self-hate. It does not work. It will never work. So if you want to join the self-love challenge, go down below, uh, johnnyaggressive.com. I think it's just keep thriving membership with dashes in between, I believe, but I will put it down below. The link is also in my bio on Instagram. If you have any questions, let me know. Um, but yeah, I hope that this podcast really, really, really served you. And I hope to see you in the self-love challenge if it's something that you feel called to. I will see you guys soon. Have an epic day.